0: Hello and welcome to Show Me Your Mic. This is episode number one hundred thirty of your Show Me Your Mic program, the podcast where we talk about podcasting and/or interview other podcasters. Um, I just realized I need to change my overlay here on the Twitch stream. There we go. That looks better,
1: sort of. Uh, <laughs> I'm Chris. Uh, he's Kyle. Did you Did you just turn off my video? Is that what improved <laughs> the overall Twitch experience?
0: No, no. You're actually in sync Come on. now again. Uh, hmm. What are I can't remember I I don't differentiate in my memory the in songs and the Backstreet Boys songs so well
1: you know. when it gets out of sync I guess I'll have to say bye 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 See? is that a sync that's in sync right that's not I, Backstreet I believe I believe,
0: yeah, I believe okay. so someone will fact check that for us as we record the program we record uh, this uh, hopefully weekly ish on uh the good stuff twitch channel twitch.tv slash gsfm if you want to tune in you can subscribe give us your subs and your likes and your faves and your bits and uh we'll return you uh podcasts each week you can also find it at goodstuff.fm slash smym twitter.com slash show me your mic and uh as of next episode we'll be going behind a paywall so this is the last episode unless you're (laughs) paying 16 dollars a month for our
1: uh, good stuff paywall no more uh, ads thankfully yeah. no more ads i'm yeah. i'm super glad that uh, finally uh <laughs> we just won't we'll no longer be having ads on this but actually uh, that that the funny part about that is that this is sort of like the last vestige of of that on good stuff is this is the one that actually did have an ad the last yeah, couple times have, i was on
0: yeah a couple times we've had ads um and we will have ads again i'm just we're poking fun i'm poking fun anyways it's luminary and their big announcement which we'll get into in a bit. Um, last episode I was talking to you, uh, not to you, Kyle, but to you, the listener about uh, showing up for a, a weekly, uh, live stream hangout, which I'm continuing to do every Wednesday morning, 11 a.m. CST, which is 9 a.m. PST. Right. I think that's what it is. Kyle's yes. Surprised.
1: At, at least until I heard some big pop on my end. I don't know what oh. that was. Kyle's studio Sounded, may be on fire. But. Some sort of discharge. Yeah. I've been spending the last couple of weeks, um, trying to rebuild this whole studio and I, Hey, I do have a power conditioner, but it seems as though that there is, there is some sort of uh residual charge being, uh, <laughs> maybe going through, yeah, my headphones or something. I'm unsure at the moment, but okay. uh, how's that been? Uh, the live stream on Wednesday has been going for you. Good. It's, it's fun. It's, I mean, it's,
0: I think of the, what is it now? Three, four times I've done it once there was nobody there. And so it's just kind of uh, one person maybe popped in for a bit and left. Otherwise there's been a couple of people, one or two that have shown up, which is fine. That's kind of what I expect. I expect a zero. And so anything above zero is awesome as far as just like my own pride and uh, ego. Mm-hmm. Um, and then more or less, it's been fun just like actually getting a, a dedicated time where I can mess around with like what we're using right now, eCam live on the Mac or OBS or different streaming software. Cause usually what I end up doing is like, I'm supposed to be editing a podcast, or I'm supposed to be responding to a client email, or I'm supposed to be putting my kids to bed, and instead I fiddle around with OBS because I think, oh, now's my only chance or whatever. Um, and so now I have like <laughs> a dedicated time each week where it's just like Chris's fiddle time live on Twitch. And so- I'm pretty
1: sure we shouldn't call it that, but that's <laughs> fine.
0: There's nothing wrong with fiddling by you're yourself. You're going to get a
1: banned. Come on. Uh, uh, the good news is you're fired. You probably would, yeah. I'll yeah. have to. I'll have Paulie Char on probably, that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Although they have a show coming called uh, "People Guys I've Slept With" or something, so I think they they have fairly wide open standards. But yeah, it's it's a weird thing that talking to yourself on Twitch. Like we're we know there's three viewers right now, and one of them happens to be your brother, I think. So we're it, there's like a at least we're not he's controlled.
1: Yeah, he's contractually obligated to show up <laughs> yeah. to at least one per month, so he's right. fulfilling that right now. Yeah. So, um,
0: but it's, it actually goes by really quickly. I I was really nervous the first time, just like, cause time I've done it where I haven't planned to do it, I just kind of like, Hey, I feel like doing this. And then I do it and I feel dumb cause I don't have anything prepared, obviously. And I just kind of wing it. And whereas this time what I've been doing is shocking Kyle <laughs> remotely. Don't,
1: don't mind me. <laughs>
0: is actually just preparing a little doc, Google doc thing. And then I actually share that in the chat room for anybody who wants to. Uh, and then also, of course, it's tied in with castaways.club, folks who want to either tune in live or ask questions beforehand or uh, watch the replay afterwards, um, all that kind of stuff. And so there's, there's a, like, at least the knowledge that whatever I'm recording is going to be watched slash listened mm. to in some form by somebody. So yeah. that's also kind of helpful in knowing that it's not completely um, wasted, I guess. But but it's yeah, it's been fun just exercising that muscle a little bit.
1: It's it's kind of tough, like especially if you're just going to live stream for the sake of live streaming to uh, fiddle, as you said earlier, and just kind of mess around with Ecamm or mess around with a new OBS install or whatever it is um, and not put it out as a podcast or not put it out as a video tutorial. Um, It's hard to feel like the time you're currently putting into that is worth it because it's not going to end up being a podcast or something that you go back to and and look at. But then I feel like that's almost worse where you do end up putting it out as a podcast and that gets 15 downloads. Or you go and look at the usage or or the uh, (laughs) playback numbers on a YouTube video and it says six views over the last (laughs) eight months. Then you feel like, okay, well maybe it wasn't worth it. Um, So, so I don't know. Maybe the, the ephemeral nature of Twitch streams is kind of fun where like, Two people tuned in. That's it. You know that. And now it's gone forever.
0: Yeah. That that special occasion, that special stream. You you missed your chance to
1: hear me right. ramble about yeah about stuff. The fo- the the FOMO with Chris is real. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh,
0: you launched a new podcast before we get into other stuff. You, you launched a new show here on Good Stuff uh, for, for folks who don't it know. Really been you're, that
1: you're, long since since I've been on here. No, yeah.
0: Well, I skipped a week. I mean, there's, There's been, mm, it's been two okay. weeks at least, and I skipped a week in there. Um, So, yeah, it's been, it's been a, a few, I think, because I don't think you it, launched it. It has been, yeah. yeah. Huh. So, Kyle and I run goodstuff.fm, just so if folks don't know, if you don't know, if you're listening brand new, uh, goodstuff.fm podcasting network. We run it for fun um, uh, and a hobby and as a way to, a vehicle to put out stuff on the internet in the form of audio, usually, and... <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know that's it's a podcast I forget what our tagline is right now that's how seriously we take it but it's going to change to paywall for good shows I think is something like that but for Pay- now <laughs>
1: the paywall
0: for, now. for good shows is all it'll be <laughs> yep did you uh, I'll get into that uh, yeah for now you can listen to your new podcast about baseball for free though right
1: uh, yes, indeed, you can. For the, I guess, the same price that you would pay to not watch baseball, you can listen to my baseball podcast uh, called Baseline that I do with uh, Andrew Houston every week. We, I guess, go over the rules. We started s- sort of strictly with the rules and, like, the idea of baseball, and now we've moved into today's episode was about spring training and watching sort of my first spring training game of the year, and um, we have also talked about the teams that we've chosen to follow for the year, uh, ways to watch it, things like that. Um, It's If you are put off by sports and the idea of watching sports seems taxing, uh, this is a show for you, I would say. Uh, It's not about the statistics necessarily or like uh, getting real real deep into player names and history and stuff like that it's more just a casual fans podcast about the sport of baseball and we'll bring up other re- sports related things it does sort of have currently like this bend this twinge of like the media consumption aspect of sports mm. and like radio tv video um at the moment, just because that's that's sort of how a normal casual fan is going to absorb that content. Um, but it's been it's been pretty pretty interesting so far. I think the the show is probably going to be taken into a bunch of different directions based on some of the topic suggestions that we've received uh, for that particular show. Things like uh, ballpark food, which we sometimes covered on morning show um, in the form of a game, typically. Mm-hmm. and you know minor league teams and stuff like that it's uh as a canadian i'm curious to to know if you have um any interest in in something like this or is is it more like a uh you know just everyone's a toronto fan up there because that's the <laughs> team you got
0: uh baseball is definitely uh popular up here um we used to have the montreal expos and there's kind of like a a bit of a uh what's the word people still holding out hope kind of like you see Expos uniforms yeah. or hats or whatever. Um, and even like where I am physically in the world geographically in, in Canada is very far from Toronto. So it's not like I can get out to a game. Like I would actually go down to most commonly people go down to Minneapolis and watch twins game when they play the Jays. Um, but uh, beyond that, it's, it's kind of a, uh, yeah, we're, because we're so close to the U S we have to be involved in mm. what, ever you guys are in into and so baseball is just a natural extension of that or part of that and so yeah there's there's a awareness like my grandma is like a huge jays fan watches every single game on tv um and and there's yeah lots of people who travel from here to toronto to catch a game and things like that but uh it's just like any other sport though too where it's not like we're rabid fans everywhere and every game is caught but certainly like local bars and stuff will have you know like not just the World Series, but every every game will be on T V and people watch it and are like you you're not a weirdo if you bring up the fact like I guess or not a weirdo, but like if you brought up cricket here.
1: Yeah, would would have no, as Monty 909 in the chat room did. Yeah, exactly.
0: Right. Canada is part of the British Empire, so it should be cricket. Yeah, I, I have no, we should do a cricket podcast someday, I guess.
1: Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I would be, I would be the, hmm, mm -hmm. there was a recent monster factory over on uh, Polygon where uh, Justin and Griffin did a cricket game for their monster factory, and they had no idea what was going on. I had no idea what was going on. I'm sure it, that is sort of like the perception that I have of cricket is I don't know what's going on. It's fun to watch. I like watching rugby. That's pretty fun. Um, and I, I started learning a little bit of the rules, same thing with curling, right? Like during the Olympics, you sort of learn the rules and then every four years, I just completely forget everything (laughs) that that I had just watched. Um, and then I have to relearn it. Yeah. And that's what I was
0: thinking just as a network and as a podcast idea, it felt like we were kind of riffing on, uh, on, like, the fact that, like, I would, it would be fun to do a hockey podcast along similar lines. Cause base, baseline is kind of like you explaining baseball to Andrew, is sort of the big picture. That's or, kind or the of the, of yeah. Mm-hmm. But, and so obviously you can very easily say, well, then why don't, why don't I, as the Canadian, explain hockey to Kenny or uh, Monty909, which Andrew in the chat saying, you know, he can explain cricket to, <laughs> to the rest of the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so maybe yeah. that's where like baseline is either, a spin-off becomes a show that we then spin off of that, or maybe right. because you get tired of talking about baseball, it just becomes about explaining sports to people who don't watch sports or something. And that's that's kind of what, again, goes back to why we do good stuff, because it gives us space, basically, like a, either a, both of the website as well as you know audio media hosting with uh, mm-hmm. Transistor.fm uh, to allow us to experiment with shows like that. And we don't have to set up a whole paywall and yep. Patreon campaign each time
1: we want to do that. Well, the other part of that too is like giving people access to something that we've built. I did this last night to get the next episode up uh, with Andrew, and he jumped into our CMS and was, you know, entering the information and stuff like that. And it broke this morning, obviously, because uh, <laughs> I did not explain one of the fields properly enough so that someone else could use it. Like I have, you and I have been putting together shows on that uh, website forever. And never really opened it up, so it was sort of like a gut check for me on like, hey, I could probably do this better. Uh, it doesn't need to; it needs to be, you know, written in a way that is easy to understand for someone else, and uh, and so that they can help out, and I don't feel the uh, responsibility of having to do it all myself. That's the tough part, where like you and I are doing this on my lunch break, basically, where we're streaming to Twitch, and I'm just on lunch. Um, And then after this, I'm going to get back to work. So I, I I do, I do not have that much time throughout my day to, to do stuff like this, but I appreciate both the help that uh, you have uh, given me so, so that I can participate in stuff like this. And also Andrew um, jumping in and and helping out with the show Um, right now, the way that it's split for us is I do the uh, editing and getting the MP3 and stuff together. And then he'll, create the chapter markers and the show notes for it. And then we'll, I guess both currently we're on episode four right now. So still working this out, but who's going to put it up on the website and, and whatnot. And that's sort of split at the moment. So it's, it's kind of, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it should be easy. should be easy to show up, record something, enjoy it. And then the work comes in on the, like, let's write the notes. Let's uh, edit it up and, and get that out there. And the editing is very minimal. And it's mostly like, I need a break for water or I uh, let me restart that sentence or whatever it is. Um, it's pretty light on, on the editing side.
0: I was trying to show the folks on the stream, the, uh, RCM. Oh, there, now it's loading. It was actually going really slow for some reason. Um, do don't we, blame me for that. Come on. No, that's not you. That's forestry or, or whatever. <laughs> um, and I tweeted, if you follow me on Twitter, I, I tweeted a, a quick two minute video of like setting up a, a website using um, Netlify. And that's basically kind of what we're doing. We added a little funkier CMS on the front of it. Um, but basically we're just using Netlify to host the website and then have Forestry to to run it. So folks in the yep. video stream are going to see. And you can watch this later on our Good Stuff uh, YouTube channel link will be in the show notes, goodstuff.fm slash SMYM slash 130 for the video version. If you want to see some of the stuff we're talking about, uh, I don't we don't do a lot of the video side as, as far as a focus on it. But uh, just so you can see what the back end of the CMS looks like, there's nothing fancy there. Um, but, uh, I was going to say before we leave baseline, the artwork though, is something that's worth taking a look at. I think you did a great job with, uh, the the oh, artwork you. on it. And, uh, I know you had a few different iterations and I like the way you incorporated, it kind of makes me like, like, like the good stuff logo into the baseball and then the major league mm. baseball, uh, logo or brand into a, more of a podcaster brand. It does kind of make me, I see that and I think, oh, it'd be fun just to be like just a sports podcast network. Cause <laughs> you could have so much fun <laughs> rather than like, yeah broadly you know trying to hit everything but um we'll leave that for professional uh, sports nerds.
1: well see that's the thing it's like i th- i am in no way a professional podcaster and so i think the irony is not is not lost on me at least um <laughs> because boy i'm uh, yeah i'm not i'm not a professional that's for sure i don't <laughs> run ads so of course i'm not a professional exactly
0: apparently my voice is quieter than Kyle so i'll try turning up my voice slightly and or, talking. Make sure I hit my microphone. Irony, irony. Can you sing out that pronunciation? I don't know what that's referring to. Uh, okay, oh, come on.
1: Irony, ironing. Iron. Is it ironing? I, iron, uh, iron. I, I iron, iron my shirt. I, I, I actually lose it podcast wise when people say important. <laughs> For for important, yeah, and it drives me wild.
0: Do you know what's a so funny one? <laughs> I hope my son isn't. Uh, no, he's not listening, and he doesn't listen to the show. Uh, you know, the kids learning some words, obviously, and they say things kind of funny, and and then they get stuck on that because they can't even once they're in school, they sort of forget how to say words or they get stuck on the poor pronunciation, the wrong pronunciation they had. So notifications is what you would read obviously, if you got a notification on your phone. he The first time he said it, he said, notification. And my mm. wife and I both looked at each other like, mm. what do you mean? Oh. And like, obviously, phonetically, it almost looks like it is. It would be notification. And so now it's like sort of a running gag in our house that. It's a notification, which actually I feel like would, if it was called a notification, I would be like, I don't have to pay attention to it. It's a notification. I don't.
1: That's need a, to. that is a branding opportunity for Apple's yeah. new Screen Time feature uh, <laughs> exactly. to to avoid you having to uh, get too many notifications, turn them into notifications. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah. Speaking of irony, nodding. is the opposite of wrinkly. Yeah. yeah all right. Sure is the roderick Mm -hmm.
0: family uh gatherings are they just uh pun
1: they are they are usually and typically a pronunciation nightmare um and or a speech uh just like the 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 way people say words tend to be uh a thing that we talk often about because my mother is a speech pathologist and so often uh there there are pretty good stories about ways that certain things are pronu- pronounced. i pronounced. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't mispronounce mm, that one. Eh, you know. Uh, so, big news. Um, I don't know how to really get into this, but this has been, I've been watching your tweet storms, if you would. I would call them tweet storms. They're like a, okay, a tweet cloud cover. They're like um, just maybe a hazy, a, a haze of tweets rolling over the, the mountains of tweets. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, the podcast world is is aghast right now with a an app i would say or a, a company a brand called luminary
0: mhm yeah i think um the best way like obviously if you're listening to this podcast you are, care about podcasting and so it's at least tangently, tanden, tangentially is that the right word Check with now we
1: 're going to be stuck on it, this yeah. pronunciations all the way down
0: uh related to you, whether you like okay, so for first of all, I feel like big big picture, nothing changes for podcasters. This is just one company 's attempt to do something in podcasting that a bunch of folks think is kind of dumb, but what you and I do with podcasting, what ninety nine percent of the people who podcast do with podcasting doesn 't change just because this company announced this thing and and nor do I think i I just wrote a blog post today. Uh, about this that where I don't think there's anything wrong with what the podcasters who are taking luminaries money is. There's nothing wrong with what they're doing. I think if someone came to you and I and said, Hey, we'll give you $160,000 this year to take good stuff behind a paywall. I, I'd be hard pressed to find a reason not to just say, sorry, but yes, we will take that. Sorry to listeners. Um, we're going to be back in a year <laughs> basically mm-hmm. after we come out from behind this paywall. i um, e Yeah. So I think that's where I think I feel like take whatever we say now with a grain of salt, cause it's not like it's, I don't feel like it's, this is doom and gloom for the podcast industry just cause this company has done this or announced their intentions to do this. That's what's funny. So I guess quick overview, Luminary is an app where they're aiming to be in their words and, and the sort of newspaper or the news and media's review of it is become the Netflix of podcasting where shows would be only available on their service. They, they have an app, they have a website, they have an Android app, um, and you pay $8 a month for access to uh, the f- – currently, at least at launch, they're planning to have 40-plus podcasts on their service. And so you would have access to that. Just like when Netflix started, if you wanted to watch – I don't remember, whatever it was. Their, one of their first exclusive shows that came along mm-hmm. much later on, um, The I'm blanking on House of Cards or whatever, that came mm-hmm. along. Yeah. The only way yeah, to watch yeah, it yeah. was on Netflix. And then eventually they would release it on DVD or Blu-ray or whatever, but that's where – you had to see it first. So that's kind of their goal. And that is their goal. And, and they're thinking that because they're going to have no ads on the shows, um, they're going to be, people are going to be willing to pay that $8 a month for all of the shows that they presume to have or will have plan to have. So that's kind of like, I think the overview of everything that's happening with it. And it, the reason it's caused a lot of kerfuffle in podcasting circles is they've not only sort of veered left when everybody feels like we should all be going right in terms of how the approach to podcast being open and available wherever you are and whatever app you want to use, et cetera. But also, they've been a bit like, um, I guess I feel like a bit tech broy about how they're going to just solve the problem and and uh, they've got it figured out.
1: Uh, when yeah, I I don't know if their expectation is that the rest of the podcasting world goes away and they are the only source for people to go listen to shows because they do actually say you can stream non-exclusive content for free apparently on luminary as well. So they're going to have some sort of like Like, their app is going to be
0: available. You'll you'll still be able to subscribe to non-luminary shows. Like it'll be a full podcast player app is what they've said. They replied to my tweet even directly. Like, so it's not that you have to, the silo issue is one thing where like I know um, Andrew is saying in the chat, um, the real question is can podcasting survive the drive to silos, which is what seems to be going on which is kind of what they're doing, but they're also not like they're intentionally making it so that you listen to your luminary shows, obviously in this app, but then also you can subscribe to show me your mic presumably and whatever else, anything that Apple podcasts lists will be available as well Is sort of the idea anyways. Again, this is all, this has just been announced now, March, they're saying available June. I don't know why they March, April, May, June, four months. Why do they need four months to build out a podcast app? Um, other than what mm. my big sort of beef or issue <laughs> with the service, uh, aside from being a little bit snarky about it, is um, they took a hundred million dollars in of investment to do this and investors obviously don't want them just sitting on money forever. And that's before they've had anybody sign up for the service, which that yeah. does, that's like not unheard of in, in the tech industry that you'd, mm. you know, but in the podcasting world, it feels like there's a fairly proven model of like, if a show's successful, then we'll fund it, right? And so, I don't know, what I've babbled along long enough on Luminary right now. What are your sort of thoughts? Uh,
1: um, I'm interested mostly in the reaction to this because I don't I don't think too much about this in general because one it's not out. Um, conceptually, I guess this is more of a like coming to fruition moment for what we expected of a group like um Spotify after the news that was announced that they're grabbing Gimlet and anchor and stuff like that. Um, and that eventually Spotify is going to have a paywall for exclusive content. That's an un- undoubtedly what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for, for this in particular, uh, we would just, I mean, like they're just trying to drum up, I think reactions. Right. And the reaction from the podcasting world is really strange to me. <laughs> it's this like, uh, do, doom and Gloom uh, ad, like, people didn't like ads anyway. And so here's an ad-free version, like, or I guess kind of bucking that idea of, like, ads are fine in podcasts. That's how people make their living in podcasts. But I would say that is very, very few. Very, very, very few podcasts actually have ads. The ones that people listen to, the ones that take time to put together and the ones that, that most folks are listening to and have big numbers do have ads. And people are used to it. It's just kind of how it is. The fact that they would be pulling in money from another source is not not a big deal to me. This is just a different way of monetizing. No one is up in arms about a Patreon-only podcast feed that is behind a paywall that you pay money to access that. That's I, the same exact thing. I would say also probably, what, four years ago, Audible started doing the same exact thing where Audible is a paywall. Mm-hmm. They also have exclusive content behind that that they call podcasts, and no one is up in arms about this right now. What I mean, like, it's been around forever. It's just that, I guess, now it's a, it's a hot-button topic, and Apple hasn't made... Some sort of announcement recently that that makes you feel like they're gonna be on the right side of history when it comes down to to like how what what caused podcasts to die? Well, all <laughs> these right. other you know Spotify came in and Apple did nothing. Um, I don't think that's I don't think that's the case. I just this reactionary like this changes everything is it's not true. Like it's absolutely not true. It's not going to change. The availability of a show like Baseline, it's not going to change whether you and I spend time and effort to put together goodstuff.fm. It's just, I mean, we can continue to do that. That's why uh, a platform like YouTube exists so that you can put family, you know, home videos on the Internet if you want to. Like, and and they're not going to end up on ABC ad behind a paywall, you know, that's... This is just I, I'm, I'm just not understanding why podcasters would be mad about something like this. And I get that it's probably like a time spent thing where you are now as as a independent podcast producer um, in competition with a company that can just pour money into that. But isn't that the case for pretty much all media? Right. It's television, it's everything, and people still flock to YouTube for free content. It's yeah. gonna happen. It, there's there's always gonna be a market for smaller stuff. It may be kind of squished down a little bit because the the upper side of where everybody else is paying is, you know, what takes most of people's eyeball or earball time. But there's gonna be room for you as a, a little podcaster. That's fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's where I think like the comparison to Netflix is, is apt in that <laughs> sense where it's like, <laughs> yeah, but I want to be outraged. I know it's, uh, that, I was actually surprised I, yeah. how, cause I saw the initial uh, tweet from them or somebody talking about it and, I, and it wasn't like any sort of thing. It was just like, Hey, this is interesting. And I was kind of surprised and taken back by how people have responded with my own kind of like tweet storms and blogging about it. It's just kind of like, I, I think it's just interesting. Like I said, I think, I don't think it's, I I feel like it's driven by they're they're not being honest I guess about Luminary isn't being honest about what the intentions are which is just to make money like get more money out of podcasting right like it's a they see it as a gold mine they want to suck every bit dry and they'll move on to something new when like their investors aren't getting enough money from from people I don't think there's I don't think there's longevity in trying to be the Netflix of podcasting I guess for the very real reasons like you just listed where people can just keep making like the the folks are going to keep making other shows there's always there's going to be just like i was inspired you or i are inspired by somebody else making a podcast about podcasting if there's a crime show on luminary and i don't like it but i think i can make a better show i can just go do that and then
1: i i, I don't think know. it's the i think it's the word podcast here that's the issue let's say we change this to audiobooks audiobooks are available yeah you know behind a paywall And they have exclusive content from these authors. Like, are we going to get mad about that? That just (laughs) seems ridiculous. This this is stuff that people are spending time to produce. And this Luminary app is just a publisher or a service like Audible putting this out so that they can pay their creators. I'm... I guess I'm just really confused. Like when when money enters the equation on the internet, people are, are mad the ones, yeah. in the podcasting <laughs> world. But when money enters the equation for no 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 CBS, let me pay for your new Star Trek show, like or let me pay for ESPN or this like piecemealed you know uh, cord cutting idea. People have been clamoring for that for years and years, and now we've got it. Now we've got this like intense siloification of media and entertainment on the internet. And I guess maybe we're at a tipping point where folks think like that's this is not this is too much now. You've gone into you got your you got your paid podcasts into my free podcasts. (laughs) How do we how do we pull these apart?
0: And I think that's where it, like, it, it's just, it should be more that I think the branding of it is as well. Like they obviously chose podcasts very specifically because they want, that's the hot term these days, but it is more like custom audio programs or something. And, and if they had labeled it that way, I think the general podcasting community would ignore it because it is like a podcasting as a term is generally thought of as like freely available RSS feeds, et cetera. And it, but it should be able to be flexible enough to change and adapt to what, we all like, just like we have TV. I can say I watched the office and, uh, and that can be a TV show, but it can be right now. It's exclusively on Netflix for streaming. Maybe. I don't know if that's true, but Kenny can definitely tell us, but, um, or it's on DVD, but I can't just flip on the TV, my free to air, you know, TV or whatever, or the internet for that matter, and just watch episodes of it. And so I don't, I don't know. I go both ways on it, but I feel like the the argument for the value of a podcast being free initially, and then listener support, I feel like, is the better a better business model in the long run for those of us who are doing this kind of thing. Because I just like I, I tweeted the the fact that Gimlet just got bought by Spotify, building a business like a two hundred million dollar business or whatever they said they got um, for their business based around. Ad-based podcasts seems kind of funny that then this company comes along and says it's too hard to do ad-based podcasts. How can we, we can't do it anymore? We need to like charge people ahead of time and spread the wealth around so that people can do better shows. That's well, kind of the, the the where I get sort of wound up about or or um, yeah yeah interested in rightfully that so.
1: Well, it's it's really interesting. I'm I'm just watching the the chat room a little bit and and thinking like okay let's let's put this out there. If GoodStuff.fm for uh, all their shows, let's say, all our shows decided the only way for you to listen to them. Well, we have two shows that are free. The only way for you to listen to the rest of the catalog and maybe the back catalog of Morning Show and Daily-ish and whatever is to pay us $8 a month. Yeah, And now, now we enter into a financial decision for the user or for the listener of like, okay, do I pay $8 a month? To listen to these 40 shows with celebrities and and everything else, or do I pay eight dollars to go and listen to Kyle and Chris talk about computers or whatever? Um, I I, I understand like it's gonna start looking like you're comparing dollars to To donuts, I feel like we're the donuts, and the dollars are the the dollars are the the actual good content. We're the Timbits. Do you have Timbits up there? And and do we? (laughs) Is that is that like what you pay to buy a Tim Hortons coffee? (laughs) That's the that's the hole in the donut. They
0: sell the the hole
1: as a Timbit. We I think we just call them donut holes. Yeah. See branding opportunity. Yeah.
0: Exclusive content for Tim Hortons. I just yeah. I I'm
1: just confused. I guess uh, with. Why, I mean, I get, I get it. I get why you don't want to start immediately charging for your podcasts. I think it is a little bit of like, you just don't believe that your content, the thing you're putting out is worth the amount that you could be charging for it, I guess. And we all struggle with this for sure, um, of like the worth of the amount of time that you're putting into something, but we did. What four hundred and two episodes of Morning Show, and spent countless hours. I f- we're probably close to that whole ten thousand hours thing of the editing and producing and all that what stuff. Um, so and one. and so well, <laughs> and so, um, we did not charge for a single one of those things. So, like, I, I guess I just don't know. I don't know how to charge for stuff for sure. Like the amount of time that I'm spending (laughs) doing a thing. I don't know how to charge for it. Um, It's very much, I think a lot of what podcasting is, is is donation based and like pay me if you want to pay me. And that exists in music as well. That's what Bandcamp is all based on. Um, But there are also, uh, you know, bands that are fully sponsored by, major record labels and they get paid millions of dollars to do tours and things like that. It's just like finding your niche and sticking to it. And if you want to charge people, charge people. Maybe you'll make $16 because only two people pay. But that's fine. If that's worth it to you, do it. Yeah. I think it's just like do it and stick to it. Don't don't complain that other people are going to be making money on podcasting when you're not. It's That's your decision to not charge for it.
0: Yeah, it's it's a funny. Like, I wonder. I don't think Apple has any interest in being any sort of middleman, middle pe- people, whatever between podcasters and sponsors and and the users. Even I think they they enjoy the idea of it's free free content for it to sell more iPhones is what they're happy about. They don't want to get involved. I think is, is at least as far as what they've been they've made clear in terms of what they've done and haven't done in the in the podcasting space. They just want to make it easier for folks to share the podcasts around. But. um, it'll be interesting, I guess, once they lo- will launch their forthcoming subscription service of whatever form. Um, and also looking back it, that you kind of wonder if they had like at some point, I remember noticing when the iTunes store first launched and there was like, you could buy music and then also like within that code had to be an option for like, buy this podcast episode. If they had turned on some sort of like 99 cent of an episode, um, mechanism for podcasts in Apple, in iTunes at the time, now Apple podcasts or whatever. Um, we'd be in a very different landscape right now because not because of anybody getting hugely rich, but just that would become the norm for podcasts because Apple did it like, and so they didn't, which I guess we're kind of glad maybe, but um, I kind of wanted them. I remember wanting them to like push that button and just say like, okay, why I buy you two's new single for 99 cents, but then I expect Kyle to blabber at me for free for an hour. There's some sort of disconnect here. Bono, Kyle, I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, some, yeah. Like
0: it's it is all like it's a three minute song I'm gonna listen to over and over. It's an hour long podcast I'm gonna listen to once or maybe twice if it's really good. Um, but there is worth in that, and so I feel like just whether you do a Patreon thing or whether like we do Patreon.com/slash Um <laughs> I was forgetting. No. It's a good
1: plug. It's good a plug. really good time to plug. Um, yeah,
0: you know, you got it. There, there's a you have. I feel like it's okay, and I. I do wonder, like, you know, morning show, let's say using that as, it's easy to maybe use that as an example because it's done now. But so if, let's say it's 400 episodes after, if you had just started off from the right off the top said, we're only doing this through Patreon or whatever, you have to pay two bucks a month to listen to it or five bucks a month or whatever it is to listen to each episode. Um, I don't know. Like my, my, the skeptical part of me says you wouldn't have done it for 400 episodes because you would have had a tangible, like we We only are going to do, we are only getting four bucks a month, right? Or whatever Uh the number is, 10 bucks a month. And so then all of a sudden you attach a dollar value to your worth of that show and Mm -hmm. it becomes less about it being a fun thing to do. And only 10 people are listening or whatever. And as opposed to even when at times there was like 50 people or whatever subscribed, you're still doing it for fun because who cares?
1: I don't know. This is where you tell me that you, you set up like a, a secret Patreon for good, for a morning show, and you're like, so actually, we actually, have been charging them. <laughs> all those times we were like confused where years.
0: all these listeners were coming from, it was actually from yeah. the secret Patreon campaign where and I've, I've been actually it, living off I of it. I
1: put it in a Canadian uh, account for you, and it's grown <laughs> for the last four years, and here you go. Here's all the money. <laughs> That's what you have to do. It's got to be like secret paywall. Uh, yeah just don't you just don't tell them now i i i want to bring up something that Kenny said in here podcasts are open source put it behind a paywall and it becomes a different product I agree the luminary stuff is a product this is a product and it is entertainment mm. yeah. that's like that i don't i don't under it the word podcast is so loaded i mean it's like m p three it's like music i i think it's it's an interesting issue that the word podcast just has way too much stuff attached to it. It's like we we've anchored ourselves to (laughs) the word podcast and it now means something else. If we had, I don't know if we had anchored ourselves to the word, it's a YouTube or it's a, 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 a video on demand. Um, then and then, like the television networks were like, and now you can get your you can get your YouTubes from ABC, <laughs> yeah. uh, right to your door for five dollars a month. Like, I I und- I get it. Like, <laughs> wait, we have to pay for YouTubes now? Like, why? Why would we pay for that? We got to get our YouTubes for free way back when. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I don't know. Well, that's Stop where i using think using the word podcast. Yeah.
0: That's where I it's more interesting to be just like we debate, um, you know, which pitcher is going to win the game in baseball or whatever. It's just as interesting to me to talk about the, um, the whether this business model is going to work or not. And that's yeah. where I feel like the, um, the fun of it, I guess, is I don't think it's a great business model. That's, I don't think it's going to last. I don't think it's going to. S- Um, scale big enough for the investors to be happy with their investment and then they're going to have to turn on some sort of other money tap and suck more stuff out of podcasting in some way that is going to have them either backtracking on the ads because they're going to have enough like let's say they have 40 shows and 20 of them are really popular 20 of them aren't well next year this time those 20 shows that aren't doing as well as much as the goal was to like have everybody we're going to fund all these shows and it's going to be great but like If a show isn't doing well, you're going to get cut, obviously, out of that equation. It's just, it's business. And it's, they're not doing it for free. They're doing it to make a profit. Um, And so I feel like that's where. See,
1: that's, I mean, that is the idea of radio. Listening to radio is also free, but they run ads against that usually so that they can make a profit. I mean, that's, (laughs) it's, it is, it does always come back down to, to money. I'm just,
0: yeah. And that's where I feel like the mm. the that's maybe the the uh what's the word? Not not socialist. I don't know what the word is. Um like the the person in me that's like if your show isn't good enough to attract enough people to pay through Patreon or support it with money, patrons, whatever the the form is, Patreon or whatever, and or podcast sponsorship to do that show, then maybe it's not a show that's worth doing. And just cuz some Buddy thinks they're going to put a bucket of money millions of dollars into a bucket and you can then distribute that evenly amongst the shows you do your show isn't going to get more popular because it's now behind a paywall you're getting paid which is why I'm happy for the podcasters but yeah I don't know
1: it's it it just drives me wild that like the the reason that folks get into podcasting is to make money if you're doing that <laughs> and that's that's the reason and it's like professionally what you want to do then lean into it. Like go straight for the whole money side of things. The reason that I learned to play the drums and play music was not to start making money. It was to have fun. It was to play music with my friends and it was to like record music and then listen back to it. It was not for anyone else. It ended up on MySpace. That's fine. But I didn't expect that the second I put it up on MySpace or pure volume that it was going to pull in a, you know, a hundred thousand listeners. And then eventually I'll get picked up by a a major label and, and make money from it. It was, it's, it's to have fun. And like, boy, we are like missing the point in podcasting. Sometimes it's to like spread, spread people's voices and uh, be able to like share stories and have fun. Oh, it just, (laughs) I don't know. Like from a hobbyist's perspective, it just kills me sometimes that like we are so hung up on the idea that everything has to be monetized because it's starting to get monetized at other places. It just seems ridiculous. I know we gotta
0: we gotta end shortly here, but uh, the when I, when I read folks like Aaron Mankey who does lore, uh, uh, some of his tweets about it, and like he's kind of his beef with it, I think is that because of the way Luminary is kind of smashing on ads as if ads are the devil, that kind of cuts into what he does, obviously where his lore podcast is supported by ads basically. And then Patreon as well. Um, And he's made a good living of it and turned it into an Amazon show, et cetera. Um, and so that's great for him. And it, I think that's the problem is podcasting. It's not like, I don't know, like hockey or baseball. There's like a clear path to like success in it. You grow up, you go up through the minor leagues into the, big leagues and, and you get a big contract or whatever, and there's kind of like a clear path. And even for like actors, it's to have success, you have a clear path to like you get a movie deal or you get a TV show and that's how you become successful and make a living at that. But in podcasting, because it's so new and many other creative mediums, especially in anything involving the web, it's messy and it's kind of just confusing and we're all figuring it out as we go and everybody has a different kind of pathway to get to whatever success. And even we all have different definitions of what success is. And so... That's where it gets all confusing and
1: messy, and we have big fights on Twitter. And is it is it bad for me to say I just don't want success? Like I don't care about success. Like <laughs> I mean, that doesn't. Maybe that's what I signed on with
0: the wrong partner here. For- yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you just listened to the breakup of good stuff. Sorry, I, yeah, I, I didn't realize I signed up with
1: a loser. What? That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm willing to lose. I'm willing. See, that's the thing with baseball. You got to be willing to fail over and over and over and over continually forever until something works. And, Put uh, that coffee down. Welcome to goodstuff.fm where we <laughs> continually fail over and over and over.
0: So listen to the other great shows on good stuff like <laughs> Baseline. <laughs> <laughs> If that doesn't get you excited about podcasting, I don't know what will.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, what's up? What's coming up on baseline? You got uh, obviously uh, up to episode four oh now. Oh
1: boy, we actually uh, I've got a I've got a little bit of a uh, inside inside baseball. That's not yeah, the, what, that's, uh, that's that's a little that, that's right? in inside the inside the baseball. Uh-huh. Um, we are actually going to be doing uh, a fun little Twitch stream probably here. So if you're watching the live stream now. And or listening to this later, you will want to uh, subscribe to us on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash gsfm, uh, because we got something cool coming. Uh, I hope so. I hope it's cool. You I hope mean, it, it probably will be cool. But yeah. You hope it works. Coming up. Day. is It's the other thing. Yeah, for sure. I just hope I have fun. You know what? I want it to be successful. And I want it to um, help, help help me help you be successful my four-step program to listening to podcasts.
0: So if you're watching on Twitch right now or later, and uh, on the video version on YouTube, if you're watching, you go to twitch.tv slash gsfm. Up in the top right there, you can click gift a sub, and you can gift us at at Good Stuff a subscription, which means I've already done mine here, which is kind of weird that I can do it for myself. But anyways, that's the fun of fiddling with yourself on Twitch. Um, Basically, every month you can come back and do that, where you can gift us a subs- prime subscription if you're an Amazon prime subscriber it helps give us uh, we actually have never gotten paid i don't know <laughs> we'll have to check into that <laughs> someone at amazon is getting paid by you guys doing that but I, eventually we can i guess earn enough money to do that um that helps us out plus you can get notified of course when shows are live and we stream live on Wednesdays for my little hangout and also the um uh, what's the other thing I was gonna say? Uh, show me your mic when we record. And there's the YouTube podcast that records live on Twitch, and then whatever Kyle's mystery show baseball thing is going to be, that's going to be on there as well. And then also, if you're interested in more podcasting discussion about this and other, we have it's not all arguments and uh, fighting about <laughs> podcast industry stuff and, just,
1: and doom and gloom about the <laughs> podcasting industry. No, no. I prob- listen. I I know that this is not a, a popular opinion amongst other podcasters, and it's something that. I feel like I've tried to be consistent with uh, episode to episode when we do discuss this stuff, but I'm open to to feedback. I, I, <laughs> saying that on the internet is probably going to put me in, <laughs> in some trouble, yeah. but I, I would be, I, I'm willing to to uh, follow along and, and listen to what other folks have to say. Yeah. I think there was a good take uh, in today's episode of Grumpy Old Geeks mm. from uh, Jason DeFilippo, who puts on who actually has been on this show as well, but who also was talking about luminary and it's just like, there are, there are differences in ads. So just, uh, yeah, if you can't go listen to that, I think it's a, a pretty good take. Yeah. Grumpy old And
0: then, uh, castaways.club is what I was going to say is also a place where you can, uh, get a little more, more in-depth podcasting discussion if you want to, as well as learning about podcasting and helping each other out. Uh, castaways.club or patreon.com slash castaways club. Um, it is a paid thing. You have to be paid to become a part of it. And it's paywalled. <laughs> so what? contradicting everything I just said. What? Yeah. Um, and uh, including stuff like uh, I recorded a video of myself editing a podcast for clients, like the whole thing start to finish, um, hour and whatever long video that's uh, available for folks to watch and check out in there using Logic Pro and the various stuff I do while I edit the show and talking through why I make the changes I did and and things like that. Um, So that's there. If that's interesting to you, feel free to sign up and we'll get you set up in there. And uh, beyond that, I think that's that's about it for this episode. You can find this episode and previous stuff, anything we've talked about at goodstuff.fm slash S-M-Y-M is where this particular show is, or of course, Baseline, like we talked about in many other shows that are on there. And uh, twitter.com slash is the Twitter handle for the show. I'm I, Chris on Twitter. He's hopburps. Mm-hmm. Still hanging on to Twitter occasionally, lurking.
1: Yeah. 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 And, you know, just putting out uh, mostly stuff about our... Uh, beer festival coming up here right. um, within less than 60 days now. That's So awesome. go, go get it.
0: And uh, Elgato Gaming, if you're out there, key lights to me, please. I need one.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, me too. I'll take <laughs> I'll take two. Thank they, you.
0: They seriously, I'm just going to rant for a second in case they happen. They were like tweeting. The only thing they were tweeting, I don't know who's running their social campaign and like more power to them, but like all they would tweet about is other people they had k- sent key lights to with their setup, like, thanks Elgato for this, you know, key light. My setup looks awesome now. And, and then I'd go to amazon.com and .ca and they're sold out completely. So like they'd ship these around the world to all these streamers with like a thousand, you know, viewers or more or whatever, whatever their criteria is. And, uh, but didn't actually have any for sale. Now in Canada, they're like $6,000 or something or two yeah. million, two million timbits or whatever. They look nice. They're mm-hmm. look, look like nice little lights. It would help with my lighting issues here. Get my, yeah, my new
1: haircut properly light. Lit. Gotta get, the, gotta get that fill light going. You yeah. know, it looks great. Looks really good. I, I, th- I don't. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Get on it, Elgato.
0: Thank you for listening to Show Me Your Mike. Thanks for uh, following along with us on this journey, and uh, we're we'll back again in the next episode with more podcasting discussions. Bye.